Hello and welcome everybody. You're listening to the Treehouse Podcast. Tonight I have with me a good friend, musician, and honorable Texan, Samuel Collard. Sam, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, man. It's excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, We have a live studio audience tonight for you. Let's hear it from our crowd. It's going to be a little bit of a different show. Um, Sam here is going to play some songs for us. Uh, is, is there a theme to these songs, would you say? Or how were they selected? So I just kind of picked a lot of songs that, that I've you know learned as I've kind of gotten better as a mm. guitar player. So just kind of like, you know, I have like early songs, sort of like kind of things I've learned more recently. And Right. Is it fair to say that this uh, set list is sort of a progression of your um, guitarist hobby so to speak yeah i think that's fair and okay. definitely definitely stress that it's a hobby good <laughs> um and tell us a little about this uh first song carney so, man so this first thing yeah it's called carney man it's by a, a band called cross canadian ragweed uh they're based in oklahoma uh they broke up in like 2010 so they're a little older um but they were big and kind of like the the red dirt and like you know oklahoma and like texas kind of indie country movement mm-hmm. um so this was a song that that i listened to pretty much every day going to high school like my my friend that would give me a ride like this this is like the one cd he had in his truck <laughs> and so every time he'd come pick me up because he lived just down the street like this would be the song that was still playing um and so like when i started just trying to play guitar like i was like you know that song's kind of, it sounds kind of simple like so I, maybe yeah. i'll try learning it and i just kind of did and you picked it up yeah i picked it up and then so that was you know that was really early on and then i just kind of learned more more and more guitar would you say then. that you come from a musical family uh not not too much um like my my dad would he played guitar in college but never got really serious about it and then he was you know in the choir in high school and then my okay. mom was like a dancer <laughs> um but i remember like I think my, my first intro into music was when I picked up violin in the sixth grade. Hmm, okay. And and so the reason I picked that up was because at that time, my favorite song in the whole world was The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Right. With uh, uh, viola or is that? Is the that violin. The, yeah. That's a violin. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be amazing. You know, I'm, you know, 11 or 12. I'm going to learn this song. And this is going to be like, I'm going to be like the peak fiddle player. This is going to be great. <laughs> and then so like I've been playing violin for that long and I still have no idea how to play that did, song. Did you ever make it to first chair? No, uh, actually, no, no, I never made first okay. chair. Um, still, um, though, that's a good introduction to music. Yeah. I feel like if you know how to play mm-hmm. the violin. Yeah, it's kind of like, a- you know, you learn to read music. You learn like stringed instruments. So right. kind of like going to guitar and bass, like it was sort of a like a natural kind of you know progression yeah progression kind of change over all right well without further ado carney man by cross canadian ragweed all right Circus, cause the circus it looks like fun. I sit and work the gate, or I can guess your way. Believe and sell the cone dogs, I don't care. 
as long as I am there. I want to join in a baseballs at the dawn sang. I ride my funny car laughing all the way to the bank. Cause I'm a carny man. I'm a carny man. I'm a carny man. song i actually had never heard of it before yeah uh, and they're not canadian <laughs> no they're not canadian so so the the funny thing that the name comes from uh the three people in the band is uh their last names are cross oh. canada and ragsdale <laughs> got it so from that they get cross canadian ragweed that's beautiful yeah no that's they're beautiful. actually from oklahoma it, right right and you're sort of coming to us from a musical city austin is sort of renowned for for mm-hmm. having a excellent music scene is that correct would you say yeah. that? i would say so too yeah it's, it's a big you get a lot of touring bands come through i think i think austin's still pretty supportive of kind of the local bands um, it gets it gets harder and harder every year so it's sort of an interesting thing to kind of see the, the evolution hmm. of you know as more and more places kind of replace having local bands with just having djs i see so it's like you, you start to run out of places that these bands can play oh that's interesting okay uh, so it's almost like a parallel, I think you could say, of like gentrification almost, where it's like you have these people come in, they're like, oh, I just want to hear, you know, dance music and, and party. Hmm. Even in Austin. Even in Austin, yeah. I mean, especially. Um, but the mu- the musicians that are playing now, would you say that there's any prevailing sort of genre that that stands out for live music? So I think, especially like having lived in Seattle, um, Austin is definitely way more of a rock town. Okay. There's still a lot of kind of like rock musicians, like punk bands, and you know, it's like a very guitar-focused town. Right, right. Is country music still a thing in Austin, or is it sort of frowned upon for reflecting the rest of Texas? You know, I, th- I think it's more of like, it's an outside of Austin thing. Like, Austin's okay. now like, you know, it's the city. 
Right. And so you're getting a lot more country music coming in from kind of like the smaller towns across Texas. Okay. And so a lot of, even a lot of the big, uh, like Texas country bands, like they won't necessarily tour through Austin, but they'll tour a lot of kind of the bigger, small towns around. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. They'll sort of avoid that area. Yeah. So so you're you're not, you're not going right down there. You're just kind of getting close. You're doing like a a little loop around and then. Right. Probably similarly to Seattle, the cities outside or the suburbs outside of Seattle are starkly different. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not as uh, liberal. Um, Guessing it's the same in Austin. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's really, it's interesting how that's sort of throughout all the U.S. Right. Cities are like, it's like rural versus kind of urban. It's true. Yeah. And those preferences. Um, So, yeah, it sounds like the next song is going to be by the Gaslight Anthem. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to tell us about Do you want to tell us about this song a little bit or? Uh, Sure. So so I first saw uh, Gaslight, I guess, in 2010. Um, And they were they were a big band for me because they were kind of the the band that really like made me want to see more live music. Oh, interesting. Because growing up, uh, you know, live music to me was always going to the, the Houston Rodeo. Which is phenomenal. Like it, it's a huge production, but you you're in you're in. And like there's a, there's music at the rodeo. Yeah. So the the way they kind of do it is so during the day you have like the livestock shows. You can walk around and there are actually people like, you know, dealing with you know cattle and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then sort of in the afternoon and there's like a carnival outside. And then you you get into the the NFL like football stadium, and you know they do the rodeo events. So you get to do like you know barrel racing, uh, bull riding. Uh, the, the fun ones are always the ones with kids. So they have one called Mutton Busting, which is just like children riding sheep. Uh, and then they have Calf Scramble, which you have kids, like kind of teenagers, they run and they, they go like tackle, you know, calves and like rope them. Have to like so pull these back. are sort of uh, carnival games within the rodeo. I mean, a little bit. Yeah. And, and so it's in and the, one of the interesting things about the Houston Livestock Show of Rodeo is like they're the biggest provider of college scholarships in Texas. Oh wow! So like all this money they raise, I mean, so something like like the calf screen where you're getting these you know calves, like they, if you actually rope one, you take it home and mm-hmm. you raise it for a year, and then you come back the next year and you sell it in exchange for like a scholarship. That's crazy. It, yeah. it seems to me like Texas has so many peculiarities that mm. make it almost like its own country within the u.s yeah i mean it used to be its own country Um, (laughs) that's true it's very unique and and so so sort of after you have all the rodeo events like usually like you kind of lead up to like the bull riding and that's the big event and then afterwards you bring out kind of the musician of the day and and so they they wheel a stage like out into the middle of the (laughs) the football stadium and you have like the guy you know they they ride in on a pickup truck they drop him off pickup truck into the stadium yeah because if it's all just like a dirt you know it's just dirt because you have the rodeo going on and so they drive the pickup truck into you know into the stadium they get out you know they they get on this rotating stage and you're just like in the stands of the football stadium while you know while they're playing Mm -hmm. and so that was kind of my my idea of music growing up i hadn't really been to a, a festival or anything and then and then going to this show, like it was just, it was a free show, like in downtown San Jose, just right. like at a park, like people were just, you know, hanging out, drinking beers, like sitting around listening to music. And I was like, this is fun. This mm-hmm. is not. This is what I want to get into. Yeah, this is what I, and so, so kind of as, as I was learning guitar, you know, I was like, oh, I should learn a Gaslight song. And right. and so this is the one that All right. seemed Miles, easy enough for me to figure it out. Miles Davis in the cool? Yeah. All right. Take it away. All right. Miles Davis I've been swayed by the cool The sun by the summertime 
the sunbound moon So lay a kiss on the stone Toss upside your window by the roof Before you change your mind Miles really Now honey, put on your red dress Your diamond-soled shoes I'm down from that window I'm all out of your room Cause I never had a good thing You always had the blues And I heard that you always kind of wonder My strike of the cool You're going too long Come home, my how the years of all you pass on Don't wait too long to come home I will leave the front light on But the night is our own Don't wait too long The palm is so pitiful Can't turn you loose Move like a dream I had Woke up sweating in my room your mama's got plans And your daddy's aim is true She never understood how there ain't no good And Papa never heard the cool So now I got her my nerve And I found me a stone With the flick of the wrist and the turn of the key You just fall in my arms You don't wait too long Come home, my how the years of all you pass on Don't wait too long, come home I will leave the front light on You don't wait too long, come home My how the years of all you pass on Don't wait too long, come home I will leave the front light on Excellent. I know that you've been on the open mic circuit before. <laughs> Do you yeah. remember your first time playing in public and what it was like? So the the first time I played in public was really with with David, who uh, was actually in the in our live. He just Woo! go Sam, yeah. go Monty. He yeah. just happens to be in our live studio audience. Yeah. Nobody invited him, <laughs> but he's somehow here. Right. And how was that? Tell us, tell us about that. Oh my god, it was terrifying. Like I could not <laughs> stop sweating. Uh, we, you know, we. we had, David's a bit of a songwriter, and so we were playing a couple songs that he had written, um, and I was just like, "Oh, it's like don't mess up, don't mess up!" Like, <laughs> yeah, and it definitely helped that I wasn't singing; like, it was all David singing, so I could kind of like sit in the back and sort right, of, right. like just play some chords for him. Uh, the The funnier thing was the the second time we played. Like, we had the first outing; I was like, "Oh, this is successful!" I did like no one bombed; like, we're we're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we played again, and that place was not as busy. Okay. So typically, like a lot of open mic places, like depending on how big they are, like you, you could play like two songs, three songs, um, and this place was just not busy, so they, they, they just let you four keep songs. going. <laughs> yeah, okay. they had four songs, and and so we played the two songs that that David had written, and and then the MC was like, oh, um, you know, you guys get two more songs, and then Dave's just like, oh, um, Sam's gonna play some covers, <laughs> and he just like bounces, like he just leaves me up there. <laughs> And, and so the MC's like, oh, what are you going to do? And I was like, oh, like, I, yeah, I'm going to play a couple of covers. And this poor lady was like, oh, like, you know, will we know them? Like, can we have a sing-along? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I, I, I don't think you're going to know this one. And I was like, man, I am that 
like awful no. hipster guy. I'm like, oh, you're not going to know this. <laughs> you don't even know this one. So yeah. I, I know that we have a set list, but I feel like we can make a quick swap mm-hmm. since we're talking about this. Uh, you had a song that you wanted to play for us called I Should Have Known. Yeah, so this is one of the songs that, that right. David had written. Right. Um, right. It, it's very, it's quite famous in our circle of friends, I would say. <laughs> it's true. It's um, a hit. Like, All right. So yeah, it's, it's a hit. It's a meme. It's everything. It's got memetic value. Yeah. Uh, okay. Without is, is, that a, is that the official term? I think Me- so. Memetic value? I think we just coined that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna start using it. That's good. Okay. Without further ado, I should have known. All right. Wake up again, 3 a.m. in the morning. Can't believe it's just Monday. Gonna stop thinking about you. Dream is the same, we're happy together Still your smile, I remember her It's funny how that is all long gone Had one day some years ago The prettiest girl I ever saw I know, I should have known Sweetest kiss I ever had Your pretty eyes just can't describe I know
thing will tear us apart That's what your letter said Nothing will tear us apart Nothing will tear us apart That's how your letter read the references the puget sound and <laughs> the little details of that song that i had forgotten no there's yeah. a lot of details in like it, yeah. it's it's a it's deep true. song yeah so shout out to the shout one to of David the audience David members David who looked particularly moved by this song <laughs> given that he is <laughs> and thank you for our hosting space as well it smells fragrantly of sage in this home um sam what advice would you give to beginner guitar players i would say like pick a Learn a song. Okay. Because I think like you, you start with a few chords, and I think, and this is really with anything I think you're trying to learn. It's like a big part for me is always like feeling like you're progressing. Mm-hmm. And so if you can play a whole song, like that's a lot of progress. Right. And so like if you just like, if you learn a few chords, you know, learn a song that uses those chords, and then mm-hmm. learn another chord, and then learn a song that uses that extra chord. And so as you keep like learning more and more songs, like I think you're going to keep getting better, and you're not going to feel discouraged. Was that song for you, uh, Carney Man, or what was the first song that you actually learned? I, it was Carney Man. It uh, was Carney Man. Yeah, because I mean that that song is just like it, you know ninety percent of the song is just a C major. It's interesting because it's just that that whole thing, and I was like, right, oh, like I could right. probably figure that out. Right to the untrained ear, uh, it doesn't sound particularly simple. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah, it's but, not until you Google it, and then you're like, oh, right. yeah, this is, I could do this. But I feel we've like uh, we've been neglecting half of uh, your musical talent which is the singing part as yeah. well i feel like yeah i'm still very self-conscious about that <laughs> no um, it sounds great it sounds yeah, great I, so yeah we we discussed how you know your early morning rides to high school you heard this song made you want to play the guitar but what brought out the actual singing factor to your musical aspect i think a lot of that was just like driving to and from college like when i would go home for like holidays you so have, high school was guitar yeah college was singing yeah and so you'd have like two hours that you're just driving between like you know you know, League City and or, or was Galveston it the same and, driver? Because I feel kind of bad for this. Guy. No, 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 no. This is by, by myself. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, going up to College Station because it's like a two, two and a half hour drive, and so just like well, you that, just, you drove every day. No, no I mean no. You, you, like a couple times a year. Oh, because okay, you like okay. going for Thanksgiving, going for like, Christmas. See, and, okay, okay. Uh, you know, going for you know to vote. So by yourself, you're in the car. Yeah, just and belting it. You discover your voice. Yeah, that you have a nice voice. Yeah, and then uh, then after that, it's just a lot of karaoke. Okay, karaoke. So would you say that one, that was one of the biggest factors in, in making you want to sing more or feel more comfortable singing for yeah. others? Yeah, definitely doing karaoke, especially um, when we moved to Austin, uh, a place that my roommate loves to go to, they only have public karaoke. Like, you can't just get a private room. It's, you're just on stage in front of a bunch of, like, townies, mm-hmm. and they will judge you. <laughs> so it's kind of like either, like, you perform... Or, or you, or you, you, or you get out. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, and speaking of singing, this song is, uh, and speaking of karaoke, this is a classic karaoke mm-hmm. song. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? 
Yeah, so this is Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, which is... Uh, Instantly recognizable, would you yeah, agree with that? Absolutely, yeah. I think everyone knows it, and, and I, I never really listened to Fleetwood Mac that much growing up, because for some reason, my mother hates them. <laughs> and, like That was like the one band that she always hated, so like I feel like something happened at like a Fleetwood Mac concert in the 70s, and she's just not or talking about Or maybe your dad it. just karaoke it to maybe. death. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, take it away. Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Cool, thanks.
goes on. That's a tricky one. That's a tricky one. Yeah, there's a lot of like you're getting yeah. in the falsetto and and so you're kind of up and down. Yeah, and it's been personally great for me to see you progress as a musician. Yeah, and you've I'll been look, there for a while. Yeah, watching the whole thing. Yeah, and I look forward to seeing how you will continue to progress. Sam, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, and, thanks for yeah, having. You're welcome back anytime. Yeah, next time uh, I'm in Seattle. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, listeners. Um, we will see you soon. Have a good night and send your letters.